Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. Once again, that's the sound of rock cracking. You've got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net. That's webtalkradio.net. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday, and what did Biden do last week? Well, he's helped out the billionaires. And why did I say that? Well, we had three banks that uh, failed last week, and instead of coming in and shoring up and helping depositors uh they, they, the federal government got together, got, got the, the Treasury Department and Biden and, and the FDIC, and, and, and they went their own way. Why? Well, they said it could be a contagion. It could spread. But what did they do? They gained more power for the government over banks. They didn't have to do that. And we, we got a clip from Senator John Kennedy of Louisiana, and I'm going to play a lot of that clip, interrupt some in it, but he said it and explained it better than anybody I know. It's where the big, the big rollers, they, the, the big money people, they got everything they wanted. The people who get handouts and take care of a, a vast number of people to, who get government handouts, especially since COVID. But who pays for it all? It's the middle class, and it's getting harder, and the burden's getting bigger. And you'll hear Senator John Kennedy say that's why he got into politics and he ran for Senate in 2016, because he's tired of the middle class getting the shaft. And we got it again, thanks to Joe Biden and his administration. I'll let John Kennedy explain that. It's absolutely horrendous. And, and they say, oh, it's not that big a deal. It is a big deal. My question is, I have, there's no way to go in there. How do you go into a, a bank that's failed, the Silicon Valley Bank, SVB Bank, in Silicon Valley, where all the money is, all these tech gurus are, all these billionaires, millionaires and billionaires. But guess what? After the bank failed, the government came in with Joe Biden and the Secretary of Treasury, Secretary Yellen, the FDIC, and by law, $250,000, every depositor is guaranteed by the FDIC, you will not lose that $250,000. But evidently, there are some big, big wigs that didn't spread their money out. They had it all in that bank. And I want to know how many of those were contributors to the Joe Biden campaign for president. How many are contributors to the Democratic Party? And now, and, and Joe Biden says, oh, we're not doing a bailout. 
full balderdash. Bull balderdash on that. It's a bailout. Again, Senator Kennedy will explain that in just a minute as we play his speech on the Senate floor. But I have to tell you, there's there's some people who made a lot of money and they had it in the bank. Depositors, they're only guaranteed $250,000. Why do you have a lot of money? Well, you go to different banks, put $250,000. Maybe you and your wife get an account and you have $500,000 in the bank. But you have to spread it out if you want it insured. But what happened in this case is there's some people with mega amounts of money. They're the ones that should lose. The shareholders lost everything. But the depositors, they said, no matter what was in there, we are going to cover it. Now, there's rumors there are a lot of Chinese money in there. A lot of China money in there. Was it? I don't know. It'd be nice to know. Don't you think this administration said it'd be the most transparent administration in history, hiding everything? Well, who are the depositors and how much are the taxpayers? And I said taxpayers because Joe Biden, President Biden, said no taxpayer we're going to pay for this. That is balderdash again. Stop listening what they say and watch what they do. They guaranteed every depositor there that no matter what amount was in there, that, that it was covered by the FDIC. And that, that's not the way it was set up. Not supposed to be that way. Why can't some billionaires lose a little bit of their money? Why can't some millionaires lose a little bit of their money? If they had the financial wits to make the money, they should have had the financial wits to spread it around in other banks. They kept it all there. Did they keep it there because they had invested so much they'd put so much in democratic coffers in the president biden's campaign that they knew if there's ever a big problem they could just twist an arm and all of a sudden the money's covered is that what happened i'm not saying it did but i would like to know who are these depositors who had over two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in that bank how much did they give and contribute to uh this uh administration how much in campaign contributions? I wish that information could be known. And if used to, you'd have people in the New York Times, Washington Post. Oh, if, the, if Trump was president, you better bet they'd be digging in every bank account they could. I mean, it is unreal, the bias that we see. Let me play this from uh, Senator John Kennedy and and. Uh, here on the Senate floor, and he'll explain what happened better than anybody I know. When I, uh, when I ran for this office in 2016, I observed at that time that one of the problems in America was that we had too many undeserving. I emphasize undeserving because I don't want to paint with too broad of a brush. We had too many undeserving people at the top in America getting bailouts. And we had too many undeserving people at the bottom getting handouts. And the rest of America, most of America in the middle was getting the bill. And I didn't think that was fair. 
And apparently it's still the case today, Mr. President, and I still don't think it's fair. Now, President Biden chose to bail out three of our banks. It was a bailout. You can pretty it up any way you want to. And uh, you, you can put perfume on a pig, but it still smells like a pig. This was a bailout. It was a bailout for two reasons. Number one, except for the, uh, the people who own the stock in the banks and their unsecured creditors, President Biden and his regulators guaranteed that nobody affiliated with these banks would have any losses. And he said, um, that's not a bailout because money's not being provided by the American people. It's being provided by all the other banks in America. Well, Mr. President, as you know, as well, you know as well as I do, there is no money fairy. Um, there, there, is, there, there isn't anything free. Anything free, somebody had to work for it. Uh, by, by taking the, the hit, all the banks in America now I'm referring to, banks are taxpayers, that's point one, point two, but those banks, all the banks in America that are going to have to pay for the president's bailout, they're just going to pass on those costs, including but not limited to their depositors. And last time I checked, most depositors in banks in America were taxpayers as well. The, the second reason President Biden's bailout is a bailout, and this is in the fine print, but he has set up a, a 20, I think it's a $25 billion fund that other banks that are in trouble can borrow from. Um, and this, this fund, he says, does not come from the American people. It came from the banks. Once again, the costs of it will be passed on by the banks to the depositors, to the taxpayers. But this $25 billion fund that banks that are in trouble can borrow from is set up as follows. The banks can borrow money as they need it, and as collateral, they put up their securities. So the president says that's a safe, that's a safe bet. Except when you read the fine print, you find out that the securities that the banks put up as collateral to borrow money from the American people are not what's called mark-to-market. They, they, they aren't, the securities are not put up at, the, at their real value. They're put up at the value for what, uh, at, at, at the time they were purchased. So if you bought a security that was, let's say, to make it simple, $20, and you're, 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 you're owned, it's owned by a bank, and it's now worth $5, you, 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 you give that $5 to the $25 billion fund, but it's really, and you get credit for $10, but it's really worth only 5 I mean, it's a bailout. And I'm not going to bubble wrap it, and I don't think we ought to try to bubble wrap it to the American people. Now, let me, let me say a word about Silicon Valley Bank. All the bank failures were, were, uh, um, were an abomination, but I think Silicon Valley Bank is symptomatic of the problem among all three. S SVB, as we call it, Silicon Valley Bank. First of all, Silicon Valley Bank was not broke. 
it was not a, an insolvency problem. It wasn't insolvent. Silicon Valley Bank had a liquidity problem. I mean, here's what happened. Silicon Valley Bank took in a whole bunch of deposits on which they were paying an interest rate. And then Silicon Valley Bank took that money and went out and bought a bunch of securities, paying a higher interest rate than Silicon Valley Bank was paying the depositors. You say, that's, that's pretty smart. There's just one problem. The securities that Silicon Valley Bank bought were very sensitive to interest rates. And as interest rates went up, and they have, the value of those securities went down if Silicon Bank, Valley Bank had to sell it. And sure enough, Silicon Valley Bank got itself in the position of having to sell them because a lot of its depositors got scared about the bank's position and other reasons and said, we want our money back. And Silicon Valley Bank didn't have the money because it had to go sell these securities at a loss. And that put it at risk. And that's why it had a, a liquidity problem that could have been fixed. It wasn't broke. President Biden's bailout could have been easily avoided if we had done, let me put that another way, if three things had happened. Not all three, but any one of the three things I'm about to explain. Let me say that again. President Biden's bailout could have been avoided if one or more of three things had happened. Number one, if the management of Silicon Valley Bank had known the difference between a banking textbook and an L.L. Bean catalog, Silicon Valley Bank would have never bought securities that are so sensitive to interest rate without hedging that risk. And it's a very easy thing to do. Honestly, it's banking 101. If you buy securities to back your deposits that are very sensitive to interest rates, there are other securities you can buy to hedge that risk so you don't take the risk. Doesn't Senator John Kennedy make it seem so easy? So easy. Banking 101. And, and the, the managers, the leaders of this bank, they ran it into the ground. They deserve, <laughs> what do they deserve? Well, <laughs> it looks like they're going to get away scot-free. Their depositors should be wanting to uh, knock on their doors and, and call them a dirty name. But no, these depositors are going to get everything back, no matter how stupid the bank managers were. <laughs> you know, you're guaranteeing stupidity. If you take care of these, and then uh, I heard uh, Senator Lankford talking to uh, Secretary Yellen, Treasury Secretary, uh, uh, last week, and he was asking, are all my, the community banks in my state, in Oklahoma, are all those going to get all their depositors, guaranteed their deposit, no matter what? 
and sent her yelling food around couldn't really give a good answer saying no you know it doesn't mean every deposit every bank is covered by all their deposits and he said well what you're doing is you're causing people in community banks they were a little scared of the banking. They're taking their money out of the little banks, the medium-sized banks, and putting them into big banks that cannot fail because they think everything's going to be guaranteed, which was guaranteed for the Silicon Valley Bank. And that is a problem we're having, and it could lead to a bigger problem. So, uh, let's go back and let Senator Kennedy finish up. Oh, I'll tell you right here, let me just... Um, Stop and remind you, you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. We're listening to a clip from the Senate floor from Senator John Kennedy of Louisiana. He's explaining better than anybody I've seen the uh, bank bailout that Joe Biden did. President Biden did a bailout. He doesn't want to call it a bailout because people don't like bailouts. But that's exactly what he did. He bailed out billionaires and millionaires. And we ought to know who the taxpayers are bailing out. And he said, oh, it's not the taxpayers, but yes, it is the taxpayers bailing out because they take the money from the FDI. The FDIC takes it from all the banks. They all pay into it to cover those deposits that in the Silicon Valley Bank and the Signature Bank. And I have to say right now, the Signature Bank had Barney Frank on, on the board. He's made, somebody said, over $2 million sitting on the board, the Signature Bank. It fails, and he wrote the Frank Dodd uh, uh, law that, that has hurt the banking in so many ways. And he's, he wrote it. He sat on the board of the bank, and the bank fails. Oh, go woke, go broke. I'm telling you what. Now, uh, before we get into Senator John Kennedy, let him finish up. Let me remind you, we do have a book. I say we, I have a book, a novel, and it has nothing to do with politics, okay? So you can get one for your liberal friends, one for your conservative friends, one for your woke friends, and one for, if you have no friends at all, buy a couple and hand them out. But you go to www dot hatchybooks.com h-a-t-c-h-i-e books.com and there you can order the book we do not send them out uh, outside the united states we have a ebook that's coming together it is a novel it's a fiction action adventure uh with some history mixed in and and I hope you like it. And it's going to be a series. This is the kickoff novel. And you can get it at hatchybooks.com. If you're on Facebook, you can go to Facebook at hatchybooks. And Instagram, hatchybooks. And there you can uh, read about it and find out how to order it. And we'd love to get that out to you. It's, uh, it's just hitting the market. You'll be the first to read it, talk about it. And I uh, hope you'll uh, order some for your friends. Get some for gifts coming up. And let me just say that uh, the book <laughs> is uh, it's for everybody, and it has uh, uh, it has some twists and turns that uh, I don't know. Maybe modern uh, authors don't use, don't have. I don't know. I'm just wrote it as a raw <laughs> book to kick off a series. It gets a little crazier each book. Okay. And uh, working, trying to get the sequel knocked out even as I speak. So, saying all that, let's get back to Senator John Kennedy 
as he's explaining about the Biden bank bailout. I'm, I'm appalled. The bankers at, at, at Silicon Valley Bank didn't do it. I mean, it was bone deep, down to the marrow, stupid. Number two, okay, Silicon Valley Bank management did it. It was like a rock, only dumber, but they did it. The regulators didn't catch it. There's been a lot of talk about Silicon Valley Bank wasn't being regulated because of a bill passed uh, back in 2018 or 2019. That's not true. Silicon Valley Bank was heavily regulated. It had to file uh, regular reports with the federal banking regulators. It, it was subject to stress testing. It was subject to liquidity stress testing. All the regulators had to do was read the reports that the, that the Silicon Valley Bank was submitting and they would have seen the problem. You know who saw the problem? Way back in November and October, Stock analysts in the private sector that were covering Silicon Valley Bank warned way back last fall. They said, you know what, this bank is setting, it up for, setting itself up for a potential liquidity problem. The private sector knew it. Where were the regulators? Where were they? You couldn't have found them with a search party. I guess they were asleep. But, uh, but this whole debacle could have been avoided if the regulators had just done their job and stepped in and said, Silicon Valley Bank, what you're doing is dumb and you can't do it anymore. So that would have avoided. The third thing that could have avoided President Biden's bailout, um, I think the bank went under on a Friday, as I recall. Um, the Federal Reserve, the Secretary of Treasury, the head of the FDIC and all the other regulators allowed the bank to go under. Instead, instead of getting on the telephone and calling other banks and saying, I've got a situation here with Silicon Valley Bank. It's not insolvent. It's just in illiquid. We want you to buy it. That's what, is norm that's what normally happens. And... That's all the regulators had to do. Now, why didn't they, they do that? There's been a lot of talk about, well, they had an auction for the bank and nobody wanted it. That's not true. There were buyers. But the problem was that the people at the FDIC do not like bank mergers. Some bank mergers are, make sense. Some bank mergers don't make sense. In this case, it would have made extraordinary sense. And so the folks at the FDIC stalled and restalled, and then we had mass panic. Think back to the, to the bailouts in uh, 08 and 09. If, you, if you're a banker and you get a call from the Secretary of Treasury, the head of the Federal Reserve, and the head of the FDIC saying, can we sit down and talk with you and structure the terms by which you would buy this, this um this illiquid but, but still solvent bank, you're going to take that phone call. And the regulators didn't do that. And all of this could have been voided. So if we had done any one of those three things, any one of those three things, this mess could have been avoided. It could have been avoided. 
It could have been avoided, but why was it not? It was not because we have people in power who want the government to have more power, more control over the economy, more control over the banks, more control over who gets loans. Do, do any, does any company in the oil business, in the fossil fuels, get any loans? Does this, that's why this group of power-hungry administrators, bureaucracy, that's what President Biden has put into place. They hate capitalism. They hate the American spirit. And this bank bailout for billionaires by Joe Biden and his administration shows how it is such a hypocritical bunch of people. They cry against billionaires and then they bail them out when they start hurting because they know who pays the checks for the, the campaigns and the wokeism. They know who's writing it. And, and Silicon Valley Bank, I, I think they threw in $73 million for the woke uh, propaganda that's all coming out. Go woke, go broke. We see it with the signature banks and Joe Biden's covering for the billionaires and the millionaires. It's uh, a little bit sick, isn't it? Says one thing, does absolutely opposite of what he says. The little people getting hurt, but the middle class is getting hurt so much more. And the billionaires, well, they twist a few arms and they get what they want. That, that's Biden's America. That's Biden's America. I do wish some good, if there was a real reporter, a real somebody could dig in and find out who are these depositors who got more than a $250,000 that they knew was insured? How many of them have been big givers to the Democratic Party or the Republican Party? Let's find out. I want transparency. They've probably been given to both. Let's just find out. And maybe they hadn't given any to any campaigns. Why do you think that some of these big depositors have never given to any campaign? Republican or Democrat, it, it just makes you want to laugh. If it wasn't so sad, we could laugh. We could laugh. But America, <laughs> wow, we still have freedom. We've got freedom of speech. Speak out, and let's not let this nonsense continue. Wow. Okay, God bless you. See you next week right here on Doc Holiday's Rock Splitting Politics. Don't forget, go to www.hatchybooks.com. Get the new novel by Ed Doc Holiday. <laughs> and uh, tell your friends and neighbors and write a good review if you like the book. Hey, I'll talk to you later. See you next week. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen, or visit DocHoliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.